This is Hand Tool Woodworking Shop Notes for January 14th, it's Monday, um, 2019. Uh, this is Chad LeMay, and back in the shop, uh, finally. I don't feel like doing the couch caddy. Obviously, it's way after Christmas, it's halfway through January. Um, you know what, my tree's still up. We didn't decorate it, it was just like lights and whatever uh just sitting in the corner and that's why we need this couch caddy because the little uh end table came out tree went in um we have a even smaller end table that went next to the tree so we didn't end up really needing it i'm kind of burned out on it i'll hopefully come back to it because i've shoot i'm like i'm getting closer anyway so i'm not working on that crap tonight um let's take a question Hand Tool Woodworking Shop Notes is brought to you by the following sponsors. Hi, Chad. Uh, I had a question about uh, wet sanding. I was wondering if you could explain how you go about wet sanding. Uh, as far as grits, um, how do you do? You spray down the, the wood with a spray bottle? Do you wet it with a rag? Um, how often do you wet? Uh, I just have no idea how to wet sand, and I don't feel like Googling it, so I'd rather have you explain it. Thanks. All right. Um, great question, Keith. How do you wet sand? Uh, and why bother? So, for everybody who's not Keith, Keith is my brother. Uh, he's, I guess, he's trying to be supportive. Um, he was texting me the day he sent this. Uh, message and he was trying to join two pieces of pallet wood together with glue he was trying to glue two pieces of pallet wood together I didn't get into the project at all um, he was having a hard time getting everything like nice and flat so he was texting me like how do you get this how do you get it flat and like so you get a really good mating joint like good surfaces um, don't wet sand. Don't bother with that crap. Like, it's pallet wood. It's it's garbage. It's literally garbage to start with. You don't need a mirror finish. Um, wet sanding is, like, the kind of stuff you'd get into if you're trying to get, like, an instrument finish, like a piano or a guitar. If you can picture that, like, with the kind of thing where you can, like, see yourself in the right light, it, yeah, you're never going to get that on pallet wood. And if you are, you're stupid. It's dumb. Don't do it. Don't bother. Get something worthwhile. Um, yeah, he doesn't have a he, well. He doesn't have an arsenal of plane tools or of hand tools. So to answer the question of how do you get two pieces of wood nice and flat so you can glue them together, um, you could you could use a like a rough grit, like a low numbered grit sandpaper like on a planing block so you have something that's like flat to register that way you're not like getting your fingers in there and planing a hollow um, so you get your two pieces of wood and you plane them flat with a with a block a sanding block uh, that'll get your two pieces of wood flat enough you can use 80 grit I when I was texting him he was like yeah I started with a I think 50 and then 60 or 40 and 60 or something. I was like, okay, that'll do. Um, 
if yeah so that's plenty I mean the, the grits are going to the sandpaper alone sandpaper the grits are going to tear up the wood and it's going to be like kind of like shredded the fibers of the wood are going to be sh- shredded that's just what it does it just cuts everything really fine um, the higher up in the grits you get the finer those shreds are going to be once you get up high enough um, it may or may not be worth your while to wet sand I mean this is like uh, above 220 at least like most of the time I read about people stopping at 220 and just applying finish so if you're north of that um, wet sanding is basically a wet rag or a spritz bottle and you just get the surface of the wood wet so it changes color like it's wet and that's supposed to swell the grain and raise the grain so whatever you'd sanded whatever those fine like shards of fiber that were just laying down because you sanded them when, when they get wet they'll stand up straight and the theory is when you go to the next grit you can sand those upstanding fibers clean off I mean you're kind of chasing the dragon it this is something you're never gonna have to worry about because I know you're not building a piano so kiss a goodbye um, who knows what you're doing with pallet wood it, yeah you're probably making a shelf or something a coat rack this is a board with some hooks in it you, yeah you don't need to wet sand trust me uh, just dry sand walk up through the grits as high until you're completely bored use something flat like a sanding block um, unless you have like a rounded edge and then you can use your hand but you're good and pallet wood is it's garbage start to finish it's the cheapest wood because pallets are cheap um, and if it's used pallet wood it's been beat on um, I work around pallets and it's always been beat on yeah don't even dream about making anything structural that has to hold weight with pallet wood um, if you make a chair with pallet wood you're gonna get sued period good luck all right oh, anyway so yeah rather than be a jerk about it that was my brother uh, he just started a fishing podcast it's called the freshwater fishing novice it's also available on anchor um, I left him what I thought would be a smarmy comment. So if you guys want to check out his uh, his podcast, he actually did his first two episodes today, a quick intro and a full half an hour of um, just kind of basic uh, how to jump into freshwater fishing as a novice, um, gear advice, what you need to get started. Um, and it's encouraging. I mean, if you don't want to do hand tool woodworking, but you also want to spend a lot of time doing something that's not going to make you any money or really get you anything worthwhile. I mean, maybe you get a fish in the wall and maybe you make your own footlocker or cupboard or tea caddy. Um, But... That gives you plenty of uh, in-the-moment enjoyment and uh, the ability to get out of your own head. Fishing, 
and woodworking are uh, both good options. Um, yeah, so you could check out his channel. I uh, I left him a voice comment, and uh, I thought I was being smart, but he answered it like a pro. So, all right. Hey, thanks, Keith. All right, I'm wrapping it up. Um, just found myself cleaning up. I'm. I didn't do anything worth anything here in the shop tonight. I made some shavings. I got out my um, my scrub plane and my smoothing plane. I made some shavings. I got out the shooting board. Squared up a piece of scrap, basically. Um, I got a shelf. I got a shelf system next to my uh, workbench and uh, I sorted through that. I found a piece of leather. That's cool. Um, I measured up. My wife has been talking about a smaller kitchen table. We uh, we had a little like one of those old school antique like metal like steel top table from like I don't know somewhere between the 30s and the 50s that my mom gave us um, doesn't match anything anywhere uh, so it didn't work in our kitchen style wise so we inherited it from uh, our friends they were getting a new kitchen table we got their old one it's way too big they live in a mansion um, yeah we put it in our cape and it's like it's it's way too big and the chairs there's some chairs that go with it and they're way too big also uh, the table isn't worth chopping down and using the smaller you know to, to make into smaller pieces because it's not real wood um, but it's still a table and it's large uh, so my wife is like oh we need one that's like half the size because this table extends and there's a leaf so there's a crack in the middle and if we had one that was half that size we could sit on either side and have our son in a high chair on the end um, and then all would be good uh, I, I thought I might be able to pull it off I got from my uh, grandfather I, well my late grandfather I got from my grandmother a uh, really nice piece of uh, I think it's mahogany um, it's almost a full foot wide and right now it is about seven and a half feet there's a little crack a check at the end um, so I put the tape on that and it's like that's not that's not really enough um, if we cut that in half and put two 11 and a half inch pieces side by side to make up the tabletop it's not quite wide enough you can get away with that but I want it to be a little bit wider. Um, I'll have to measure the table upstairs or what we're shooting for size-wise. Double check, but uh, that's not quite big enough, I think. Um, what else? I think that's about it. It's, I mean, it's good to get back in the shop. I'm good, definitely going to make a little bit more of an effort. We're caught up on shows past the holidays should be able to get back down here um, a lot more often but thanks for listening hope you guys enjoyed the uh, listener questions um, yeah this has been hand tool working shop notes for 
January 14th, 2019. Uh, my name is Chad LeMay. You can find me on Instagram at Chad LeMay. I got no picture for tonight. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, all right, we'll catch you next time.